Hey, 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 what up, gang? It's Q&A Day with your girl, Dr. Dawn, where I answer juicy questions from our listeners. Let's jump in. What's up, gang? What is going on? What's the dealio? So I am back tonight, this evening, but you probably get this in the morning, <laughs> but I'm back this evening with another Q&A. And this question is really a good one. <clears throat> so I am going to uh, do my best to answer this without um, getting emotional because it is an emotional question. I feel like it is. So the question is, dear younger me, what are some words of wisdom you would give yourself, your younger self? <clears throat> dear younger me, what are some words of wisdom you would give your younger self? So like I said, I think this is a really good question. Um, and I would have to say, knowing what I know now, about my life that I would lose both my parents at the age of 18, I would tell myself, first of all, that most things, if not everything is bigger than myself, is bigger than me. The deaths of my parents um, had a rippling effect through my family and it did not just impact myself, but it impacted all of my family members because my mother was a matriarch in the family. And so everybody, um, Everybody suffered when both my parents died because the deaths were um, unexpected to some degree. And my mother was sick on and off for some time, but I really think most of us thought she she couldn't die. She was such a force to be reckoned with. She was such a powerful woman, um, one who knew the Lord. And, and while she wasn't a churchgoer, she often quoted scriptures and she prayed every morning and always redirected me back to the Lord whenever whenever I wasn't doing right so um so I don't know that we thought she could die <laughs> and so I would have to say um I would tell myself that it's bigger than you most things if not everything is bigger than you um you aren't the first person to lose your parents and you're not the only one in your family that suffered and I think by doing that it would help me you know I would say to myself forgive forgive and have compassion um but also have boundaries and put distance because um, I, I did, I struggled for a very long time in forgiving my siblings for some of the behaviors that occurred after the deaths of my parents. Um, and I didn't have a lot of compassion on them. And so at this age, uh, I want to say over the last 10 years, I've come to maybe longer than that, that I come to understand that this is bigger than me. I wasn't the only one impacted by that. Now I was 18 and most 18 year olds are very self-centered and self-absorbed. And I'm certain that I was. And so I thought about me and my needs and how I felt like my siblings weren't showing up for me. So I would tell myself to forgive and have compassion and realize that that situation impacted more than just you. And then the next thing I would tell myself is not to be so trusting. I was such a trusting person. I mean, just trust people when I just shouldn't trust them. And um, a lot of it, I believe, had to do with my parents because though they were not perfect people, they were so good to me. You know, in the midst of all of their flaws, I've shared with you on more than one occasion, my father was an alcoholic and I did grow up watching domestic violence between my brothers and my father because my brothers were adults by the time I was born. They were old enough to be my parents. And so my, you know, I didn't grow up in a perfect household, but there was a lot of love. There was a lot of love. And yes, there was physical discipline in my home. Um, and that's what, that was the norm when we were coming up in any home. But I felt uh, very loved. I felt that the adults of my life came through. Um, I never doubted, even with my father's drinking, I didn't doubt 
that he would come through for me or that he would be there for me. And the same thing with my mom. And I think as a result of that and then how they were abruptly torn away, I just thought all people were good <laughs> and trusting. And I do think all of us have a good component in us because we were all um, created by God. But trust is something that has to be earned. And that took me a really long time to realize that even within my own immediate family, um, not my husband, I mean, my, my siblings and them. It took me a very long time to really realize that trust is something that has to be earned. So I would tell myself not to be so trusting, you know, still see people as good people, but have boundaries in place and let trust be something that is earned. Um, and I feel like if I'd have known that at, at, at my younger age, I probably would have avoided some suffering. Not all, because that's part of the journey, right? And it, and it builds character. But there are some situations when I look back and I'm just like, now how are you going to trust uh, Michael Myers and he's standing there with the axe and blood dripping off of the door? What was you thinking? Well, he's a good person somewhere deep down inside. Where where they do that at? Where they do that at? So I would not have been <laughs> so trusting. And most of my trust things were broken in friendships. Um, I had pretty decent romantic relationships. I only really was in three committed relationships over the course of my life. I had a lot of different uh, relationships, but I was only in three committed relationships and they were decent people. And I ended up marrying my husband. He's a decent guy, good guy. So most of my trust got broken in friendships and within the family. The next thing I would tell myself is that you are enough. You are enough. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. You know, I think, um, after the deaths of my parents, um, I found myself, you know, in a situation where I just was struggling. I had such a rough time. Um, choices I was making in college, got in fights, got kicked out, all kind of stuff. Um, and all of which I'm thankful for because in terms of what God did in my life, in terms of picking me up and having me to change my life around so that I could help and serve other people. I'm not ashamed of any of that. So, I, you know, people that think they can throw up in my face, my past, just so you know, I'm not ashamed of my past. And when you throw up my past in my face, all that tells me is that you don't have no new information because at the end of the day, all of us got skeletons in our closets. Some of us have cemeteries. And so my past is not something I'm ashamed of because I've been redeemed and I know who I serve. So that doesn't bother me at all. But I can recall because of the mistakes that I made and trying to redeem myself to people because, you know, people have opinions and people see you struggle. Not everybody's for you and people will judge you. And, and I just wasn't secure enough in myself, not secure enough in my relationship at, in Christ that I realized that I was not, I, I, I was enough that I don't have to prove myself to anybody who will love me, will love me regardless. And that's what I would tell myself. You don't have to prove yourself anyone you don't have to um, overperform and you don't I'm sorry you don't have to overfunction or perform for anybody and when you find yourself um, overfunctioning performing or auditioning so that somebody can love you or be a friend to you then you're in a bad bad space and that's not for you so that's what I would tell myself but at the time without having my my parents um, and I and the Lord bless I did have people in my life well, I'm thankful for my BFF group. They know who they are. You guys have been my ride or dies for a very, very long time. Um, you know, one went home to be with Jesus, but the rest of them has been around for a minimum of 20 years and the maximum of 46 years. That's a long time to have friends, right? So I'm thankful for that, those relationships. But I believe um, that, uh, and I did have adults in my life that the Lord would sprinkle here and there that gave me guidance, but always was looking for missing my parents and wishing they were present. And, you know, you, 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 you often, you often lose out on what is important when you focus on what you don't have because nothing could bring them back, but God always provided for me. 
And so I think when you're in those spaces, you think you have to prove yourself. You think you have to earn love. And I definitely was one of those people that thought that for a very, very, very long time. And even as a psychologist and as an adult um, who is a Christian, a devout Christian, love the Lord with all my heart and soul, I still find myself having to remind myself, don't go to that space. You're starting to perform. You're starting to audition. Don't go there. You are enough. So it's a constant journey, right? Um, progress, no finished work here. We all in progress, right? So I would tell myself that, that you're loved, you are enough. And those who will love you will love you. And you don't have to chase anybody down and you don't have to prove your worth to anyone. And then the last thing I would tell myself is have compassion on yourself, have compassion on yourself and love yourself. You know, um, I think for so long, deep down inside, I would never say it out loud at one point, but I'm able to say it now because of the work that has been done in me through Christ, the work that has been done in me through the, the journey towards um, progress and, and well-being and, and good mental health. Um, but I used to believe it was my fault somewhere along the line that my parents died, both my parents died. I used to think that I was a bad person because who loses both their parents two months apart? And so in my mind, like I said, I wouldn't say it out loud, but in my mind, I thought you, you have to be a horrible person for it to lose both your parents or God must hate you or God doesn't love you because you know, who does, where that, where that, where that happened at, you know, you know, where they do that at where both your parents died two months apart. And so of course I wouldn't say it out loud because outside out loud, it didn't sound rational. And deep down inside, I knew it wasn't rational. I knew God loved me, but I just, I just, I just was so in so much grief at the time, didn't realize it was in grief. And now coming to realize that the way that things happened with the deaths of my parents really was um, a piece. It was traumatic for me. But at that time, we didn't know what we know about trauma. And so it was it was a very rough time for me. And um, I believe that um, I thought it was my fault. And so I was so hard on myself. And I still struggle with being extremely hard on myself. But I will say that it's much better. And I'm, and when I find myself in that space, I remind myself that, you know, you got to have compassion. You're not perfect. You don't have to prove yourself to anybody. This is a journey. And no matter what, God loves you. And he will always love you. And he's always provided someone in your life to love you as well. Um, but I didn't have a lot of self-compassion. So once I did get myself um, up out of the situation and started to, um, you know, uh, get my life together after the dust of my parents. I can remember mistakes that I would make and I would be so hard on myself and get so down on myself and the self-talk would be so negative. Um, and just situations, um, relationships, friendships that would fail and I would blame myself completely or just think I was a bad person. Um, if I, you know, those types of things. And so I would, you know, tell myself, my younger self, have self-compassion. You're not going to do it all right. And you don't have to make up for all the time that you wasted because you was jacked up after you lost your parents. Who would not be jacked up after losing both their parents, you know? So you don't have, because I feel like I, I thought I had to make that time up. I had to make that time up. And so I had to prove myself, you know, because I really got into a lot of trouble after my parents died. Like I was fighting. I, I had a lot of issues after my parents died, you know? And so I... um. I, I think I was in a space where I had to prove myself, my my worth, you know, I had to redeem myself. And I don't know that it, it was a conscious. I think it was very, very subconscious. And, um, and then, you know, I'm also a high productive, high productivity person, or I'm very productive. And so I also think, um, not knowing that balance between which one is being productive versus trying to prove self-worth. So I would tell myself to love myself, 
and I would tell myself to have self-compassion. So those are the, that is the question for today. It was dear, uh, younger me, what are some words of wisdom you would give your younger self? Whoever submitted that question, I want to say thank you. You know who you are. I know who you are, but I'm not going to say your name. That was a very good question. Um, it made me, it caused me to be transparent, which I try to be anyway, but without oversharing and also caused me to dig deep. So I appreciate that opportunity to share this with you. And I hope that um, this will be something someone can take away for themselves is to love yourself. You are enough. Have self-compassion. Forgive others. Realize bad situations, negative situations, and even good situations are much bigger than you. Though they may impact you, they are bigger than you. And it's a ripple effect. So everyone that we're attached to um, and more can be impacted by situations, but sometimes we can become very self-absorbed and pain can make us very self-absorbed. And then also I would just recommend not to be so trusting. Remember trust is earned that I don't want you walking around paranoid, but not to be so trusting. So I hope that this resonates with somebody. And if it does shoot me some type of DM or email, cause I would love to hear from you. That's all I got. Holla at you. All right, y'all, our audience has spoken. You had questions and we had answers. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on all of your podcast listening platforms. And please, please, please follow me on Instagram and Clubhouse at Dr. Dawn on the Real and on Facebook at The Same Game. All right, now, until next time, y'all, stay sane.